Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. You're here with me, Dan Ko, on Your Money. And it is time for Investment Bites with Willie King. How are you doing this morning, Willie? Hey, good morning, Dan. I'm great. Fantastic. Now, Willie, on today's topic of Investment Bites, we're going to talk about something that we can't ignore. It's the earnings season. And, you know, I mean, as an investor myself, I mean, okay, I wouldn't call myself a full-fledged investor, but maybe just a retail simple investor. Earnings are very important to us because it tells us, you know, it's an important driver of an individual stock performance. And there are certain key metrics that we need to take a look at to determine um, whether or not, you know, we're on course for the right trajectory and whether the performance of the overall stock is going to succeed over in the long run as well. But there are lots to break down here. So maybe for a start, What are some key metrics or what are some key data that investors should be paying attention to um, during the earnings season, especially now? Mm. So first of all, then, as long as you have bought a stock, you are are an investor because you invest Ah. in a business or company. Thank you for the acknowledgement, (laughs) really. Thank you so much. (laughs) Okay, so what what are the things to look out for? So usually what I look out for, because for me, I'm primarily a fundamental-based investor. So what I look out for are the quarterly reports and the results. So not so much about what the analysts are are estimating for a start, Mm. but I want to understand um, from a quarter to quarter basis because for the US, um, they release their results on a quarterly basis. So this allows you to track um, the companies more closely. And what I typically look out for are a couple of things. Uh, Whether what the management they say um, actually holds true or what whatever whatever they actually mentioned previously, say, for example, they are planning to expand or they are planning to do this or that. I want to see whether that has actually come to realization in their report. So that's something which I'll look out for. Okay. The second thing which I want to look out for and which is a very, very important metric is what is actually driving the revenue sources. That means where are the money coming from? Uh, what is driving the growth or what is driving their poor performance? So I, I want to be looking at both the revenue and I also want to be looking at the net profit, which is the bottom line of the company. Um, this allows me to better understand during the quarter itself uh, whether the company is faring well or whether they are not. Then, as I scroll down deeper into the financial statements, I want to be looking at the, the financial health of the company, which is the balance sheet, whether they are taking on, taking on more debt, whether they have actually a huge cash pile. Say, for example... Warren Buffett's uh, Berkshire Hathaway recently released its third quarter 2023 results and it has a huge cash power of $157 billion. So they have a lot of money to actually spend on. But the interesting thing is that on their profits, they aren't really making a lot of money. In fact, they're also making slight losses. And the the reason why is because for an investment company like Berkshire Hathaway, we tend to focus more on the cash position or the financial position of the company more so than the profitability of the business itself. Because what Berkshire Shai Hathaway, for example, or what Warren Buffett focuses on is a lot of very good uh, tangible or physical assets in the business. So he focuses on all this and that's why um, the focus here is looking at the financial positions of the company. So that's how I want to actually navigate um, in their quarterly quarterly results, for example, um, when, when it comes to the earnings season. Mm. Another thing on earnings season is that talking about analyst estimates, right? So yeah. when we look at analyst estimates here, uh, we want to figure out whether you know it has actually uh, beat expectations or lower expectations not really for the sake of it, but I'm just trying to understand what um, the market is thinking or what the general consensus is 
is actually thinking. So mm. whether me, for, for myself as an investor, am I in line with the market or am I away from the market? And this actually brings out a very important point here because um, if I... I'm actually a contrarian from the market. I will always ask myself, what is the reason for it? Um, is it valid? So I try to test some of the theses which I made for myself. And mm. I won't actually put too much emphasis on analyst estimations or expectations because um, there are times when they also might get it incorrect. Um, at the end of the day, analysts are just analysts. They are not part of the business management itself. So they probably wouldn't know exactly what goes on behind the scenes of this companies or these businesses. Mm, fantastic. I like, that, I like that you brought that up because, I mean, a very good example that we talked about earlier today as well is Uber. I mean, they reported third quarter results uh, that missed analysts' expectations. But the stock was still up even, you know, I think it's up about 3% or more than 3% on Tuesday. So then how should we be reading analysts' expectations or market movements in general? Because we have seen certain stock prices jump up like tremendously, we talk about maybe about 20 to 30% even. So how should we be seeing these movements and how should we manage our emotions during this period? Then? Mm. So for me, I'm, I'm, I'm always a long investor, means I'm always buying into the market. So every time when there's a miss, missing out of expectations, it's always a good thing for me as long as the business is good. Say for example, like back to your point on Uber, right? Mm. Um, despite the fact that they have missed expectations, analyst expectations, Uber actually reported actually a much stronger profitability uh, and also a much uh, more positive company guidance as well. So that actually led to a more positive uh, uptick or uptick in the the share price performance on of, of Uber. Now, mm. where 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 there are might have a share price big move here is when there is actually a mismatch with what analysts are, are actually thinking about the company. So let's say if there's a big surprise, if let's say um, analysts they are surprised at how the company has performed, so that could actually uh, cause a move in the company's share price performance. So that's one way I'll actually try to take advantage of because at the end of the day, the expectations might not be a true reflection on how the company is doing because sometimes the analysts are just too they're just too bullish or they're just too bearish on a company but as an investor my focus is not on trying to forecast how the analyst thinks my my focus here or my intention is to try to figure out whether the business will continue to survive and continue to be around for the next say 15 to 20 years mm. and I think that's important and that's a good clear reflection on what I should be looking at in its latest quarterly more so than analyst expectations wow Willie, that's a very good point that you pointed out there. We're not trying to live up to the analyst to the analysts' expectations, but after all, it's the business fundamentals that we should be keeping our focus on. Thank you so much for that, Willie. Now, before we end things off, what other advice do you have for us? Uh, you know, as we come to, I mean, we're in the middle of the earnings season. So, what are what other advice do you have for us who maybe perhaps want to look for opportunities uh, during this period, or maybe even manage risks as well? Mm. So, I, I used to be an analyst last time, and what I would say is, don't pay attention, don't pay too much attention to what <laughs> the analysts are saying. <laughs> You're hearing from the an, the analyst himself here. Yeah. So yeah, and the reason why is because their their outlook 
or their horizon on a particular business or, on part, or a particular stock might be very different from how an investor interprets a company or business. And like what you said earlier, you know, um, then it's we are, we are looking at all these shares as a part ownership of a business. So what I want to focus here is on the fundamental itself. So every time when there's sort of a, what we call quote unquote positive surprise or negative surprise, I want to be looking at what's the difference between what the analysts are thinking and what the company is really doing. Because say, for example, back again, you know, to your example on Uber, even though um, it might have actually missed analyst expectations. But if you see for Uber, they have actually been doing pretty well in their latest quarter in terms of their profitability, in terms of their revenue. They have also grown the number of bookings, the number of trips on their online platform as well. So this is actually a positive sign, despite the fact that um, it has not caught up with analyst expectations. Mm, awesome stuff. As always, remember, you always got to make sure to check if companies were able to live up to their promise, what's driving their revenue, the health of their balance sheets. After all, we all need to do our homework when we're making invest investments. Thank you as always, Willie, for this uh, short little episode of Investment Bites. We'll catch you again soon enough. Thank you, Dan. All right, continue to keep it right. You're with us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.